0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through to Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where David writes about the blessings that come to those who remember the poor. He also grieves over his enemies and his own friend who betrays him. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. What is the greatest emotional pain a person
0: can experience? Well, many things can cause us emotional pain, but surely betrayal must be near the top of the list. David experienced it, Christ experienced it, and most people experience betrayal at least Once in their lives, you never forget it. We expect to get hit from outsiders, but when those close to us hit us, it hurts twice as much. In Psalm 41, David deals with the subject of betrayal, but he begins in an unexpected place. Psalm 41, blessed is he who considers the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive, and he will be blessed on the earth. You will not deliver him to the will of his enemies. The Lord will strengthen him on his bed of illness. You will sustain him on his sick bed. Now, David understands something about God, which is that he has a tremendously large heart toward the poor, the widow, and the orphan. And so the one who also considers the poor is going to have God on his side. In fact, Proverbs 19:17 says that he who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord and he will pay back what he has given. So if you want to have a good interest return, uh, then lend to the Lord and you lend to the Lord by having pity on the poor and God will pay you back. Plus interest, you see. Now, this is the way God pays you back for being merciful toward the poor. First off, David says the Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. So God will deliver you out of your troubles. And then he will preserve you and keep you alive. If anybody can keep you alive and keep you safe, it's the Lord. And you'll be blessed on the earth. So, again, you give to the poor. God makes it up to you. He blesses you while you're on the earth. As Jesus said, given it shall be given, pressed down, running over, poured out into your lap. And so it's just a great insurance policy, right? He will also deliver you from your enemies. Now, David certainly experienced that many times in his life. And finally, the Lord will strengthen And sustain you when you're on your sickbed. I think that's particularly useful right now in the current pandemic that we have. To know that God will strengthen you if you're on a sickbed and he will sustain you. Verse 4. I said, Lord, be merciful to me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. My enemies speak evil of me. When will he die and his name perish? And if he comes to see me, he speaks lies. His heart gathers iniquity to itself. When he goes out, he tells it. All who hate me whisper together against me. Against me, they devise my hurt. An evil disease, they say, clings to him. And now that he lies down, he will rise up no more. So David begins saying, Lord, be merciful to me. Of course, Jesus said that is the one prayer God always answers. Be merciful to me, O Lord, a sinner. David had a sensitive conscience. He knew that he fell short in many ways. And here he says, Lord, heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. Now, some people do have a sensitive conscience, They recognize that they fall short in many ways. Some people, their conscience is seared. They don't have a sensitive conscience at at all. But we see here, I think, one of the reasons why David found favor with the Lord. Now, he said, my enemies speak evil of me. Look at all the ways that they were speaking against him. First, they were saying, well, when will he die? Can't wait for David to to die. Uh, I'm sure David had many enemies, primarily because he was the king, and people who are in leadership always get attacked the most, and there are those that are just at their heels wanting their position, and so there are those people saying that. Uh, then my enemy comes in, he speaks lies to my face. He pretends that he's my friend, but he does so to gather information against me, you know, like... Uh, a reporter coming and pretending to be on your side and just only to gather information that they can then turn around and publish a story against you and and slander you. And that's what he does. He slanders me then uh, behind my back and then people are whispering together against me. The gossip is going all around against me and uh, people are conspiring against me to devise my hurt. They avoid me like the plague, as though I had a plague and I'm unclean and they want nothing to do with me. They don't want to be around me. And they're predicting my death. They're saying he will lie down and rise up no more. So David just dealing with the opposition and the slander of his enemies. But then he says, verse 9, Even my own familiar friend in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, Has lifted up his heel against me. Now that is the worst, okay? The worst pain is when it comes from the inside. I mean, you expect people on the outside to hit you, to oppose you, but when somebody within the ranks, when someone close to you betrays you, it hurts very deeply. Those who know you the most, those whom you love the most, whom you've done the most for, have the greatest power to wound you the deepest. And so David is just saying, look, he's my own familiar friend and I trusted him and we ate bread together, yet he's lifted up his heel against me. Now, I don't know if you've experienced betrayal. Probably you have or you will at some point. I remember the first time I experienced betrayal. I was probably about 13 years old and my friend and I had begun a lawn mowing business. We'd gone around to the neighbors and got several accounts mowing their lawn. I went on vacation and, uh, and he got my friend, our mutual friend actually, to, to fill in for me. But when I got back, they decided they would go into business together and cut me out and they got all of our previous accounts. And so I was just cut to the quick, you know, how can you do that? I knew that was completely wrong. Uh, and yet that was my first experience. Well, I experienced betrayal again uh, after we started our church. Some 14 years into that, a staff member was uh, disgruntled. We didn't see eye to eye on some things. And he went out and spread slander against us and uh, really caused a church split. And again, one of those things that you just don't forget because it's just so painful to go through and so uh, but all of that pales in comparison to what David is talking about here ultimately because as David is saying this he is actually predicting the sufferings of Christ we know that because Jesus said in John 13:18 to his apostles on the night that he would be betrayed by Judas He said, I do not speak concerning all of you. I know whom I have chosen, but that the scripture may be fulfilled. He who eats bread with me has lifted up his heel against me. So Jesus quoted this very Psalm, Psalm 41, verse 9, saying, this is actually fulfilling the scripture. Now, I'm going to be betrayed just as David said. And so his betrayal, of course, is worse than any betrayal that any of us could experience because when he was betrayed by Judas for 30 pieces of silver, he was delivered over to the chief priests who crucified him. Now, none of us have gone through that, uh, but that pain is very, very real. Verse 10, but you, O Lord, be merciful to me and raise me up that I may repay them. So, what is it that we do if we are betrayed? How do we handle it? Well, David said, "Lord, be merciful to me." Again, here's the second time he says this. Be merciful to me, oh, Lord. I need your mercy right now. I need you to feel what I feel and go through what I'm going through. And 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 that's the first thing. And you know what? Uh, that's what we have in Christ, because Jesus has been tempted in all ways like we are. He can relate to us. In fact, that's what it says in Hebrews 2, 17. Therefore, in all things, he had to be made like his brethren that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make propitiation for the sins of the people. That is to be that atoning sacrifice for us. For in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he's able to aid those who are tempted. So if you are feeling the pains of betrayal, just know Jesus has experienced that also and if you experience betrayal, it's a part, a small part of the sufferings of Christ. You recall what Paul said. He said, "I want to know Christ and the the power of his resurrection, but also the fellowship of his suffering. So if we go through that, just know that we have a faithful, merciful high priest who's been there, who suffered through it, and he can minister to us mercy, comfort, and peace, even in the midst of something as painful as betrayal. Now, David said, be merciful to me, raise me up, then I may repay them. Now, I don't really uh, see that that's our job. Of course, the Bible says, uh, God says, you know, vengeance is mine. It is mine to repay. I have found that if we will just trust the Lord with our cause, then he will take care of those who slander us or who are our enemy in some way or those who betray us. God will actually do a much better job taking care of the situation. Verse 11. By this I know that you are well pleased with me because my enemy does not triumph over me. And that's the one thing I can say. You see that the enemy may intend this kind of evil in your life, but ultimately the enemy does not triumph over the people of God. God makes sure of that. As for me, you uphold me in my integrity. May I just say that that's the most important thing to hold on to, even through the trials or betrayal or Slander, whatever. Hold fast to your integrity. Know that you have done the right thing before the Lord. You know that, then God will uphold you in your integrity. And set me before your face forever, David said. That was the one thing David had that his enemies could never steal from him the fact that David had the face of the Lord. He could go before the Lord and know that God received him. And that's our privilege. In fact, we have a greater privilege than David even had because we can go to the throne of grace into the very presence of the Lord anytime we want because of the atoning sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Finally, David says, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. He praises the Lord forever because God has delivered him from all of his enemies, even from the one who betrayed him and set him before the presence of the Lord forever. And if the Lord did that for David,
1: he'll do it for you. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll see where the psalmist asks, Why are you cast down, O my soul? How do we deal with depression? Psalms 42 and 43 give us the answer. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible.